This is Jesse Quill, and welcome to the Stream Coach Podcast, the show that helps you step up your game as a professional live streamer. And now here's your host. She once brewed her own kombucha, but threw it away because it looked gross. Ashley Gross! Hello, streamers, and welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with us today. What up, Yam Fam? What up, almost Yam Fam? Future Yams, present Yams, past Yams. All of you are amazing. There are no past Yams. What am I talking about? Okay, I have a good update for you. All right, and this is kind of like a this is this is a good update. I'm really excited about this one because we hit partner what up we hit partnership on the channel okay so first off i just want to say a massive massive thank you like everything has been exploding the twitter's been exploding discord's been exploding instagram's been exploding i literally cannot keep up with the dms and this is for someone who is like on social media all the time i can't keep up with it now It's crazy. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being on this journey with me, for hanging out during the streams and for being there and just letting me speak into your lives about all of this stuff. Like this is incredibly important, right? And it just goes to show that whenever whenever you all learn things, when you learn things, really, it's such a change for your life. Like knowledge is not power, okay? Knowledge is not power. The implementation of knowledge is power. So I can tell you all, all day, hey, make sure to be consistent. Stick with the schedule. Like, I can give you all of the best advice that I have inside of me, but if you don't implement it into your content, then it's not gonna do anything for you. But if you implement the things that I'm talking about, I can literally now tell you like this will help you reach your goals and partnership was only one stop for us there is so much more coming so thank you so much for being on this journey with me and really just letting me like I said speak into your lives it means the freaking world and I can't believe that you're all you're all so amazing being able to literally sit in a stream for eight hours and just talk about streaming is the dream I'm living the freaking dream It feels like I'm living the freaking dream, and I'm going to get you all to your dreams too, okay? All of us are going to be there together to help you, yams, okay? Love you. Love you. So real quick, let's talk about the future of the content before we get into today's interview. So future of the content. So we've got new content coming to the streams. There's a lot of different ideas that I'm playing with, like a weekly featured affiliate, uh, doing some charity streams to raise money for streamers that are like, they show a lot of potential, but they just don't have the money behind them to be able to get the things that they need. New graphics, of course, those have already been ordered. We've got new mic, desk, light, are going to be coming. We have we have a couple of things that I'm really, really excited about. So the stream team is one of them. This was a big driving force for us really going after this hard. We're going to have a Yam Fam stream team. Don't know what all the details of that looks like yet, but I'll keep you updated on like social and everywhere else. The Tater Talk podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay. You all have come up with this idea of having a Tater Talk podcast. So think this podcast, but for affiliates or like streamers who are newer or aspiring. So really getting into like the details of those stories, I think it's going to be helpful for a lot of people. And it's also going to be helpful for you all to put yourself into a position where you have to speak about your story and your beliefs on a podcast yourself. Like you you are going to have your voice developed just by being on this show. Another thing that's coming is merch and then ebooks and like courses. There are a lot of people that I'm working with for these and I'm really, really excited. We're actually going through a series on YouTube. It's a zero to 100 viewers series and we are launching our own, our first ebook. So this entire series, I'm basically like having a couple of minutes in each video, just updating you and vlogging a little bit about writing the first ebook because I've never written an ebook before. So uh, go and follow on YouTube if you're not following that journey. Then we've got... Uh, another thing that's coming is going to be growing a team of stream coaches. I'm to the point now where the coaching, the one-on-one coaching, is 100% sold out. 100% 
all the time. And I can't, I'm only one person, right? I can't, I can't do all of this myself. So in the future, uh, hopefully the near future, I'm going to be looking to bring some more coaches on or starting an entire program. Like we're going to have some, some serious things happening because at this point, I mean, the Twitch community, y'all have shown me that this is important. You've shown me that this is necessary and you want this. So who am I to hold you all back from getting the help that you need? If it's with me, awesome. But there are plenty of other people that are out there that are knowledgeable, that can help you, that I guarantee you will be able to help you impact your content, okay? And so that's something that's coming as well as like, I want to get into doing some IRL meetups and maybe like IRL stream boot camps and doing a little bit more like travel based stuff. So that's more more further in the future, but that's some stuff that's just on the plate for right now. I know that was a lot for you to listen to in the beginning of a podcast episode. You're probably like, Ashney, shut up and just let me hear the freaking interview. But I just want to update you because this is all super important stuff and very, very, very big changes that are coming. Okay. There's a lot more that I'm not going to go over here, but come through the streams or come through, like check the YouTube videos. I'll update you all there as well. I'm going to stop like putting this off now. Let's get into the actual interview. Today we are talking to Strike, okay? Okay, so he is actually on uh, Twitter or Twitch now as uh, twitch.tv slash strike. And Strike released it out to me because he is amazing at personal branding. So when you watch the guy's stream, literally his entire stream, he's kind of playing this character of being a general, but he's still very genuine at the same time. I'm surprised I didn't like mix those words up. Hey, yo girls growing up. (laughs) So he's really, really good. And he he's just branded himself so well. So he's going to talk a little bit about branding, his own journey, and all of that. I love you. Uh, yay, we hit partner. I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you after the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today with me, I have Strike, newly newly renamed from Strike DM to Strike, who is a Twitch partner and is the is the general of the Strike Force. So. We are very excited to have you here with us today, Strike. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Can you, let's just start out this entire journey by talking about your streaming story. Can you tell us a little bit about like how you found Twitch and how you started streaming? Yeah, sure. Um, I found Twitch around the end of 2014, beginning of 2015, I think, Um and like I said, I think I made the account because a friend of a friend had like started streaming there a little from time to time and we wanted to troll him. So I, um, my, my online name for everything, which was my rap name forever ago because I'm old, um, <laughs> was my rap name was Strike the Mic, right? So I sort of shortened it to Strike DM. Um, and then for like a year, I watched Twitch. In the beginning, I really didn't like it. Like, in, in not, I don't know. I had a weird relationship to it. Some, something kept me coming back um but also i was like why would i watch someone play video games when i can play them myself but i kept coming back after all and uh, roughly a year later i had a few of my favorite streamers made out um like three to four to five channels that i watch constantly and i was like i want to kind of try to do this and i had like no exceptions i just started playing counter-strike um the branding thing was basically because I, I, I noticed that everybody gave their community a name. You know, it's like it started with PewDiePie calling his viewers bros years ago. Everybody started giving their community a name. And I noticed that people called their their followers or viewers the hmm army or the hmm squad. Something something military was always in there if it wasn't family or something. Um, I have military experience in Switzerland. I was in the army um, and I did my time and that's it. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I did my time and that's it. So I had some knowledge about how this, how this stuff works and the ranks and everything, right? And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I wanted to go over the top, go f- hardcore with it, go all out. If I do something military, I'll do everything military. I'll figure out how to do icons in chat. Uh, people have ranks uh, with with the watch time, and it evolved so much. Like the entire thing is military based. If you're the highest donor of the month, you get an actual doc tag, a metal doc tag, laser engraved with your name. Um, 
Uh, there's patches you can win. Uh, there's now there's now you know these these ribbons people have on their uniforms when they're in the army. They like they have these huge colorful things on their chests. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like small versions of medals, right? We have ribbons now for achievements people make in stream, like 500 hours watched, a thousand hours watched that they actually get in a in a in a packaging and just all out. And um, I kept going and got partnered in September of last year and I'm still here yeah <laughs> that's so weird how you went from like kind of disliking twitch to mm. now you're streaming and you're throwing a ton of effort and energy t- into it what was that yeah. what what made that change like why did that happen it's hard to tell uh something kept me coming back I've always been an entertainer um I am I like the limelight um I guess I've always liked entertaining people. I've always loved video gaming ever since I was small. And I've always loved designing and coming up with systems and, you know, like coming up with a rank system and the icons for them. And just all the stuff like that was always something I really liked. So I felt like, oh, I looked at this and I was like, you know, I can play video games and talk to people. And maybe at some point if I ever get viewers, um, I I can pour all my design heart into this thing. Uh, and have a system that I that I that I follow, and like this military thing, uh, kind of gives me a vessel for this. So every time, everything I do, I'm like, does this fit the brand? Um, and that's fun. That's 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 fun. So it's not just the gaming. Um, it's 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 mostly the communication with with the crowd and this entire role play thing. And uh, yeah, it's the the design aspect of it is huge for me. That's amazing. So we're definitely going to talk about branding and design and all of that here in just a little bit. But the first thing that I really noticed, and I think a lot of people notice whenever they come to your stream is that you have just such an awesome camera presence. Like it's very something that I say all the time. And I tell people all the time, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like that. He just winked at the camera for those of you who are listening to this in the podcast. Um, So I tell people all the time that like eye contact is huge. It has so much to do with uh, connecting with people and growing an audience and making them feel trust in you, making them feel like they actually have that, that level of connection with you. So let's talk about that. Like you've got really good eye contact. You're really engaging. You're very entertaining. Uh, Is this something that was supernatural for you or was there kind of like an awkwardness in the beginning because you had a camera on you? Um, It's Twitch wasn't the first time I, it was a one too many situation for me. Uh, I've I had stage gigs before I did a short period of stand up comedy, um, so I was I can I can't say used uh, I'd like music and stuff. I can't say used to being on stage. Definitely not the case, but I liked doing it. So um, I think I always wanted to try to give viewers the feeling that I'm looking at them and talking to them. And when you talk to someone. Um, like just imagine, imagine yourself giving, saying hello to someone and giving them your hand and they don't look at your face that you instantly don't connect or even disconnect from that person. You instantly lose interest. You're instantly like, you know, you have to connect, you have to look at each other. And I've also seen a lot of streamers back then that kind of never really looked, uh, at the camera you know, never really looked into the camera. And I, in, in, in some ways I understand because it's a camera, it's, it's, it's a dead piece of, 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 of technology, but you have to treat, in my opinion, you have to treat it like it was the person looking at you, like it was the collective face looking at you. And, um, because it's personal, because it, it builds connection. Um, and you know, like if I'm standing with a few friends and I like, I, I make a joke, uh, that's, with someone but directed at someone else you know the kind of joke where i'm like looking at this person but i'm like like this <laughs> if you do this if you do this on stream um it builds connection you know and uh this is incredibly important so uh yeah the stage thing the stage thing definitely helped um there's also a huge 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 difference uh between being on a stage and streaming on twitch even though it's it's to an audience both of them um it's it's scary actually uh when you're on stage you get instant response like you i don't know you crack a joke or whatever you instantly get a laugh or you don't get a laugh uh or you can like do call and response whatever um 
you can't do that on Twitch. And that was new to me. That was extremely new to me as soon as I had a few viewers. Um, and back then you had, you easily had like 20 or 30 seconds of, uh, of delay easily. Uh, so I was like, so what do you think guys? <laughs> yeah. Just waiting forever for you the know, response. It's, it's so and weird. That, and that's what exactly. That's what we call streamer brain. Uh, and then you do something, you say something else because specifically you don't want to wait until you get it, get responses. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you've already said three new things and then you get responses to the first thing you said. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like, what? Yeah, you get really um, confused. It really like... What do you mean red? It makes it so oh, difficult sure. to like keep up with a conversation whenever it's just yeah. so all over the place and fragmented like that. Conversations are drawn yeah. out like three times longer than they should be. So what yeah. would be what would be your advice if you think um, because I, I completely agree with you. I think eye contact is massive. I think that being able to connect with people, a big part of that is making them feel like you're actually coming through the screen and you're in exactly. their lives, right? And you're not just like some weird person on a camera that's playing a video game and not really trying to interact with them at all. I'm totally not that. I know, totally yeah, not. you're not that at all, which I really love. So how does someone transition from being a person who is just playing a game and not really looking in their camera, doesn't really have much of a presence? How does someone develop that on-screen charisma? Ooh, that's, that's a rough one because I mm -hmm. feel... Um, you have to bring it with you already a little somehow. You, ha you have to, I feel like you have to be a natural entertainer already if you want to be an entertainer. If, if you just want to play video games and have a talk, um, you know, which is, which, is, which is legit content, which is fine, then that's cool. But if you really want to go for, I want to make people laugh, like I want to be entertaining, I want to go over the top, I want to be weird, I want to be funny, I want to be emotional... You have to somewhat bring that. I, th I think you have to bring a certain affinity to um, acting. Maybe that mm -hmm. would help. If you're not naturally a low energy person, um, it's also very obvious that you're not when you try to be. It's extremely obvious. Uh, anybody who has a good uh, has kind of like this this good grasp on on analyzing the people in front of them. Um, will instantly notice and everybody else will notice without consciously noticing because people are like that. Um, if you overhype, you're cringe and then, and then nobody watches. Um, so this is like, this is one of those overused uh, pieces of advice that people give, but it's like, be yourself, you know, but it's actually true. Be yourself. Like, don't try to play someone you're not, um, of course, I play a role with the general. I don't speak like this usually. I don't give people orders. But um, it's a role, you know. And when I started out, I actually tried to go all the way with it. Like people like Dr. Disrespect do now. 100% um, all the time when I'm live. And after two or three weeks, I already noticed that that's not my thing, man. Like I, I can't pull this off. And... Um, yeah, and then I got emotional when I got. So they made a they made a birthday video for me. I think my viewers, and that got me emotional. So obviously, the general never cried, so that already killed everything. Like, thanks for that. Basically, start a new role. No, but um, yeah, it's 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 really try to find something that makes you comfortable first. Um, if you're not the super quirky, uh, constantly energetic person, you know that's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, we have to really, diff this is something that I have struggled with for a long time. We're going into the, the darker the thing now with my own mental health and everything. But streaming has brought me down a lot when I expected so much from it and it didn't happen. And um, how should I put this? Um, having good content, like making good content, being fine with your content, just being fine on Twitch. And being successful on Twitch is not always the same thing. Um, people tend to think that as long as you're not successful, as long as they don't, don't have more and more and more and more and more viewers, what they do is not good. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, what, what you do has first and foremost be something you like to do. And ideal, ideally, you stop the stream and you're like, that was fun. I feel good. This was, I don't know, an outlet. Uh, this was... What do you want to call it, Ashney? Uh, an outlet or... or Just a um, hobby. Yeah, a hobby. Mm -hmm. This felt good. Of course, it's a different thing when you're a professional streamer. But 
only only few people are. So um, first and foremost, it's yourself. Uh, make sure that you are comfortable with who you are on the camera, with the role you play if you play one, um, and everything else is secondary. Everything else either happens or it doesn't, but as long as you feel fine, it is fine. I love that. And that's such a good call out because a lot of people feel so attached to the numbers whenever it comes to to figuring out like what success actually is right like we don't Mm -hmm. all have to be ninja level we don't all have to have thousands of viewers and subscribers and all of that to feel successful or to be successful there's absolutely a a place for people of all different types of streaming goals and desires to stream on twitch and there's also Mm -hmm. absolutely an ability for people to be successful without having hundreds and hundreds or thousands of viewers as well i definitely agree with you like success comes from how how you're being fulfilled and if you're being fulfilled from streaming i consider that to be successful like regardless of the viewership size i think if you're doing it just as a hobby and you don't care about the numbers but you feel good about it that's successful that's great success doesn't have to mean that you have these freaking massive numbers i love that so much and it's such a good mindset to have because then you're like the the numbers don't negatively impact you and detract energy from your cast but speaking of energy during a stream, that's something that like you're really good about is you bring a ton. Oh, you. you are so energetic. And something that is is a very like questionable thing that I see a lot is people that like title their streams like chill stream or oh. they'll just they'll be very relaxed and quote unquote chill on camera and it mm. just uh, so let's talk about that versus the mm-hmm. benefit of bringing more energy to your cast. Do you feel like one yeah. is better than the other and attracts more people? I, well, there's a there's an instrumental difference between bringing people to your chat or bringing people to your stream and keeping them. Um, the bringing people thing is a completely different thing, and what brings people in is like you know a good title, an attractive. Uh, uh, um, thumbnail being attractive uh, brings people in as well because this is entertainment business and the attractive attractive people have a better going at the entertainment business uh, it's always been like that um, but keeping people is where the difference lies um, uh, keeping people is where the content you make uh, has to speak to people so it's again it's the same thing if if somebody likes a chill stream where they can hang out they can have it playing in the background while they do something else um they will they will not stick around with the general of the strike force who who barks orders into the microphone every time somebody descends in chat um and also he couldn't take being a member of the strongest force in universe so maybe he's not in the the right place there but um no the point is that um the chill vibe thing I guess I guess everybody everybody has realized that a lot of viewers don't actively watch when you stream, but they have it on in the background, kind of like a podcast, um, and they don't necessarily chat, which is fine. You know, there's lurkers and there's people who just keep it in the back while they work or or do something else or play a video game. So they use the word chill to to say that hey, there's not a lot of like like hypey stuff going on here you can just keep this running you can have an easy sunday afternoon you can wind down after work um which is fair which is fine if you feel like that's the kind of content you want to make then designate it as such if you want to be hype if you want to have a party on your stream designate it as such um the people say nobody reads stream titles which may or may not be true but i still think your stream title is is part of the kind of business card situation that you have on twitch when you're on browse um make it make it snappy make it make it precise make it short make it concise and make someone understand what you're trying to do here from the get-go don't say don't say uh we're going crazy uh uh, uh, we're going crazy for our first five chicken dinners tonight and then you're sitting there like oh 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 yeah, just being you know, very relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's just, and uh, it goes into so many things that are basically almost every little bit of advice uh, in in communication that goes towards, um, you know, the body language, posture, uh, 
like eye contact, smiling when you speak. Uh, all of this, all of that goes for streaming. As long as if you have a camera on yourself specifically, uh, but also without a camera, uh, because you hear a smile in the voice. That's kind of besides the point. But about the chill thing, um, do what you want to do. If you want to do chill, do chill. I usually do high level stuff. And then on Sundays, when I personally actually also feel somewhat, oh God, it's Monday tomorrow. I do something chill. I play with my subs uh, every second uh, weekend. And then we just hang out and just play Minecraft or something else and usually it's chill we just talk a lot and then something funny happens which makes it flare up a little and then it goes a little chill again it's like that you know yeah basically that's awesome yeah i definitely think that (laughs) you don't want to kind of clickbait people right you don't you don't want to like assume that you can keep up high energy and make that your stream title and then you're like i can't do this during the stream and people come in expecting energy and they just don't get that they get something very relaxed so definitely following through on the things that you say you're going to follow through on is really important for building trust Mm -hmm. and growing an audience yay exactly so aside from high energy something else that i noticed is you switch up your scenes a lot like your scenes are very Mm -hmm. dynamic your broadcast is like a production right it's really mm-hmm. awesome. So talk to me about that. Why mm-hmm. did you why did you choose to do that? And then do you feel like it's really important? Mm, it's not important per se because my, my absolute bottom line belief is that everybody should make the content they want to. There is no, oh, do this and be, be successful because um, almost no thing you tell people to do works for everyone. There's a few basic level uh, rules you can you can say okay you basically almost have to do this um, or you should try this and maybe it's something you like and that wipes with the content you make and helps you be successful um, like the stuff you do in your videos or, or your streams that are incredibly good uh, by the way I watched a few Aww, thank you um, no it's really good it's really good material also also deviates from the oh do the same three things over and over again yay <laughs> yeah. it works for ninja because it never works for anyone um yeah and um i don't know like i just wanted from the get-go i wanted to look as professional as i can without having professional material by now i do like my webcam is an actual uh micro four micro four thirds camera on a on a capture card uh my mic is what they have in radio stations it's a sure sm7b and so on and so on so with the scenes and everything i wanted to go the same way i wanted to be able to use everything at my disposal to further the comedy to further the the yeah to further the the, the fun part of it you know being it like quickly changing scenes um when when, when there's music or when i dance or something uh or the Whenever somebody follows, I'm like, welcome to the Strike Force, the strongest force in the universe. Your new general sits you, uh, bits you, sit down, back straight, have fun, soldier. And the camera goes, sit down, back straight, have fun, soldier. Um, and I don't know. I just feel that makes it a little more special, a little more outstanding, a little more personal, a little more myself. Uh, because I am somewhat hyperactive when I feel good. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that comes across, I think, is like really entertaining to watch. Well, sometimes I feel like in person, seeing people who are really animated and like really hyperactive, you can kind of be like, oh my gosh, that is, whoa, mm-hmm. calm down. But whenever yeah. you see it on camera, it's it's entertainment. It is so neat to watch somebody who has that level of energy because not a lot of people mm-hmm. do, or maybe some people want to. And so they go to those streams where they're getting that passion and that energy and someone's on their soapbox, just like screaming to the world, Hey, we're awesome. Yes. And they have that confidence. Confidence is so yeah. big for content creation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, again, it all boils down to the same rules that go for human interaction on the street or among, or in a group of friends. Almost everything that works there works on Twitch. Almost everything. If you're confident, if you if you if you like make fun, if you have some a good sense of self of auto irony of self irony, you you know how to make fun of yourself, which works really well for me with the general thing because the general never fails. So when he fails, oh no, you know uh, he hasn't either. He hasn't failed, or I try to make some stupid joke of it or something. Um, but. Um, 
it's just really important to to show people that you want to connect with them as as kind of like the person you are even if you're playing a role um you know in in the end even if you're playing a role you bring a lot of your personality into that role specifically for something you do years and years and years on end um and when you stream it's a four three to four to five hour constant scene there is no action five second scene cut <sighs> action five second scene cut you're constantly on the camera so um at some point um i guess most people start to lose that 100 percent uh dedication to their role a little which happened really early for me but uh bless you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I tried to mute during that. Oh, oh, oh my god. Mute, okay, good. I just, the, I just saw it on the thing. Oh, thank you. So polite. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm Swiss. We're very reserved and uh, um, lady. No, but um <laughs> constantly on cameras don't pick your damn nose. Yeah, Elsro, that's my mistake. Um no, basically basically um when you're trying to peep when you when you're talking to people on stream be yourself first of all like be the person you feel comfortable with secondly imagine if i saw this guy in front of, like just entertaining five or six people in front of a bar uh would i like that or would i be like oh cringe this guy's trying to be in the limelight or do would you be like oh this is this guy's a natural entertainer um and um a, a, to try to steer the personality you have on camera a little bit into that direction of what you think would would grasp your attention but not too much because we tend to in 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 search of higher numbers um not be very not be very true to ourselves and not be very nice to ourselves as a result um i have a lot of experience with that <laughs> so um that's really important in my my opinion what was your experience like with that, if you don't mind me asking? Um, ever since, like, even before I got partnered, I, I grew quite quickly. Um, and that sparked this, oh, damn, I, I might be good at this. You know, I, I kind of want to get this somewhere. Maybe I can make this my job one day. And then I got partnered and I was, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening, you know. And then I kind of, because I, got, I, I had comparatively low numbers for a partner when I got partnered. I got partnered because of the brand. Uh, because of the te technological thing I do and, and, and all that stuff. Um, um, and I started having this pressure in my head saying, now you have to like show your, your valuable. You have to show your worth in the face of this tick uh, that you're now wearing. Uh, and that, in the long run, I, I could, I'm not going to like go into everything, every personal uh, thing here, but in the long run, it, this hurt me more than it helped me because it made me Every little decision that I wanted to to make for the stream was, will this be popular? Will this get me views? And it wasn't, do I feel like that anymore now? And I feel that probably uh, also came through because, like I said, people noticed that. And then you lose a few, few, few regulars. It also got together with the point that um, I had a mod whom I considered my friend, I thought, who stopped, kind of started, stopped, like began to stop talking to me uh course of one or two months and then i got partnered and then they sent me a pretty big paragraph that was quite intense from uh you suck as a person to um you don't deserve this uh and so on and so on and that really fed into this oh man maybe i do maybe i do not deserve that 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 tick and at some point, I started trying to work on never looking at numbers again and just feeling okay with what I do again and being, knowing and being a, a valuable content creator on Twitch and Twitch partner. And um, I know I am. I just have to, I just have to uh, be able to get this dark little cloudy voice in my head that says, no, you're not, uh, away from the front of my head a lot. But that's something that also feeds into my, you know, depression uh anyway so i'm not gonna go into that much deeper but it's uh the mental health thing is huge for me it which is also why a long time ago i tried to start a streamer self-care group which never i got like four or five people in there that want to help but i never really like pushed it on because i had other stuff to do i gotta do that actually yeah 
that honestly that dialogue is like it's so needed there are a lot mm-hmm. of amazing amazing mental health creators on twitch yeah but i don't think that there's like a resource that is specifically meant for streaming because so much of this is mindset it's it's soft skills it's it's the place that you are at it's your self-confidence it's like that deep-seated sense of fulfillment and self-worth and how you can actually get that from content that is is judged based on the amount of people that it can bring to it right like we're judged so much by the numbers sometimes it's hard Mm -hmm. to to distance yourself from those. And so many people yeah. struggle with that. I, I did for a long time as well. So it's, you're definitely not, not alone, but thank you for sharing that with us. I know that, I know sure. that it's, it's, it can be hard to share those kind of stories, but I at the same time think that it's so necessary to talk about them too. They are. Um, <sighs> I've become quite outspoken about it because I feel like, you know, if I've had a few viewers over the course of my th- almost three years, well, two and a half years that, who like sent me DM after a stream or something saying, Hey, I really am going through a rough patch right now and your content helps me and makes me feel okay. It makes me laugh. And then you realize like, man, like, you know, there's a lot of people in our generation with that kind of problem. And then when you start talking to, to other streamers, uh, mental health issues seem rampant amongst the, the, the creative cast, so to speak uh, amongst creative people in general not just streamers but most most streamers specifically successful streamers definitely but every streamer is basically in their heart somewhere uh, a creative person and we seem so prone to 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 mental health issues so i thought maybe it might be a good idea you know um i think i i'm not sure if i shared that with you a while ago but if i ever get this up and running uh would you allow me to talk to you maybe you want to partake Yeah, of course. I would absolutely cool. like I come in with the retweets, like some fat retweets on uh, that kind of thing for sure. Cool. <laughs> That's nice, so nice. necessary. Absolutely. Nice. So um let's let's go ahead and, and jump into just the, the branding conversation because I know we don't have a ton okay. of time left. Uh, and that is something that we really <laughs> wanted to talk about. So <clears throat> Man, it's hard to transition away from like such a heavy topic to such a lighthearted I'm sorry. one. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, let's think about. Let's think about. Um, I don't know. Cats well... in cats in neon pants. <laughs> yeah, cats in neon pants. It's so cute. And imagine them oh being my God. thick, like thick, <laughs> thick cats with a booty. <laughs> with the booty. Caps with the I'm cats with a booty. Booty. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that we got to, to talk about the mental health stuff, though, for sure. It's so it's so yeah. necessary. We'll have to have some kind of like little mental health roundtable episode of this Absolutely. podcast for sure. Absolutely. So, okay. Uh, we You mentioned this a little bit earlier, but everything on your stream is related to the military. Like everything. It's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. All of the, the things that you do, all of the little sound effects that you have when someone subscribes, uh, mm. the stuff that you wear during your stream. You have this little mm-hmm. like hat and the the ribbons on your shirt. Uniform, you've got a good yeah. background. You've got the graphics, all of it. So I took it off because now it's... Uh... I just got renamed this week, but I'm probably <laughs> going to give this one away uh, amongst my community at oh, some point. Oh, that's cool. So. That's so awesome. Well, let's discuss branding then. Like, what yeah. what is branding in the context of streaming? Uh, I feel, and that goes for every streamer, no matter whether they're chill or hype or whatever else we talked about, it is key. That is a personal opinion. There will be someone else saying... As long as you're just good to your community, it'll be fine. But I feel without a properly branded stream, it's, I mean, this, this might be um, in, not very popular to, to, for, for me to say, but it's, it's boring. It's just boring. And the first thing that, like, if I have someone ask me for advice, um, the first thing I tell them is, what is wrong with you? Why would you ask me? <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> The second thing is I tell them to get back in line and give me 20. That's also not true. But what I actually tell them is don't be another person in front of a camera staring at a screen, uh, at a screen playing a video, video game and sometimes commenting on. 
that's it um come up with come up with something that sets you apart uh and the, the the most important thing is you don't even have to have like a name or you have to be a be a role that you play but the most important part of this is cohesion make it cohesive make sure everything fits together for example ashney what i noticed about your stuff and what i really really like is for your intro on the youtube videos for transition in the youtube videos and for your intro in the stream videos you use the same song every time am i right yes <laughs> I, that's good i think that's good yeah we're doing because it I now, <laughs> I now i now link this song um in my head to you if i hear this song as a musical person as well i link this to you instantly i'm like oh wait isn't that ashney and then ashney's on my head uh what branding does basically is it it it, it has a few functions first of all if some, somebody sees something about your brand anywhere, they think of you. What you want people to do if you're, uh, if you're, if you're um, a content creator uh, is to have people think of you as often as possible. So this, this, this retention, uh, this awareness retention, brand awareness is what we call it, uh, is as strong as possible. Um, I'm going to give away... Uh, a little secret here that I've never told my viewers, but the fist I have in my logo um, is a fist that uh, is not exactly like uh, one that you instantly find when you Google fist icon, but close because I, I changed it a, a slight little bit to to not have legal issues. Uh, maybe I can show it. If that, cool, if, if you okay. see. Yeah. Um, but it's some, it's, 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 it's a fist you find everywhere on Google. Um, I've had people send me pictures of like posters on the street for an event or for, for something political or whatever with that fist on it and be like, Hey, yo, the strike force on their nice. minds. Yeah. That is what, that is one thing that it does. The second thing is people know what to expect. No matter what I play, no matter what I say, I'm the general, they're my soldiers. They have a rank. Um, they, I say the same few things when, when something happens. It makes people feel comfortable. Uh, people are not naturally prone to change. So it makes people feel comfortable. Um, thirdly, as somebody who loves to be creative on as many outlets as possible, it makes it gives me an easy, an easy way to be creative. Like, I was like, oh, damn, I wanted to, um, I want, I, I'm, I'm going to make T-shirts, you know. What do you put on a t-shirt? You could put anything on a t-shirt. What are you going to put on it? Um, okay, my, I don't know, my, one of my emotes or like my logo and that's it. With the, with the Strikeforce thing and also the, the, the piece of lore, I'd say, that we came up with during a stream that our mortal enemy is called Lars, um, um, which is a long story. <laughs> um, you know, that gave me more ideas for, 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 for example, for T-shirts or for things to say. Something goes wrong in the stream, <clears throat> Lars. You, uh, you know, I don't know. He's sending us his, his, he's sending us his sleeper agents again. Uh, uh, fight back, soldiers, or whatever. And that pipes people up again. Also, I went with the military thing specifically because um, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of my time in the army... It gave me a feeling of of familiarity and of being on one team and having to stick together no matter what that I almost never had in my life. Um, so I kind of hoped to bring that into Twitch a little as well uh, by 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 really going off with that stuff. How does someone develop a strong brand? Um, take pride and joy in the creative process. Give yourself time before you stream uh actually sit down and figure out what am i going to call my viewers uh what am i going to say for a sub uh what is my what is my colors palette like okay my 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 light is going really weird i'm sorry what is my color palette um what do i what do i call the subs um how often do i play with my subs uh that stuff is really important and um you know, for example, you again, your color palette is this lime green and white, lime green, white, black, everywhere, everywhere. And what's the font called? Uh, you know hang on, I'm trying to think. I think it's 
Bebas New, like Bebas New, which is the one that Twitch uses for their branding as well. Ah, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've always used uh, one called Furore because it looks mili- like future military style. Mm-hmm. And now for smaller text, I use a similar one that's just a little lighter and le- uh, still still sans serif that is called Electrolyzed. But I use these two fonts everywhere. And see, you know the name of your font and you know that Twitch uses it. So you thought about what font you use. See, yeah, you, that that kind of that kind of stuff is so important uh, because when you use when you use this, uh, the same fonts in the same colors all over your content, it's the same thing with somebody seeing your logo. They see that somewhere and they're like, "Oh, hey, isn't that Ashney? Isn't that Strike?" Um, and that goes into it. Um, it's really hard to say how to develop a strong brand because. It's it's every everybody's brand is different. Everybody concentrates on different aspects of their brand. Um, I personally say sit down for a day or two, um, really consider who you want, who you want to be, what you want to do, what your stuff should look like. Uh, if you're not that good at that, um, take the time to talk to a professional. Uh, a lot of there's a lot of budding graphic artists out there who do good work for a fair price that is not uh, asked too much, and go from there. You know, if you explode, you can still invest more money into more emotes, sicker graphics, an intro, an intro video. Um, I'm in the lucky position that most of the stuff that I make, I made myself because I have graphic design experience. Um, basically, the only thing right now that I didn't do myself is um, the actual animation of the logo, the 3D animation of the logo falling together that I use in the intro. That was made by a friend because he's a professional 3D animator. But everything else, the editing of it, everything was done myself. The music video I made for the song that we have on YouTube and Spotify and Insta, uh, not Insta, and iTunes and stuff, which is a in- inside joke that started <laughs> when, during a stream with a friend, made that myself. The intro made that myself. Special streams have a special intro always, like 24-hour streams, of which I usually do one per year, are called War on Lars. Um, Made myself. We're making our own bot right now that is going to, I mean, this sounds a little arrogant, but it is going to do stuff that nobody has ever seen on Twitch. Ever. Period. Um, We just have to get it done first. (laughs) And... um, I really believe in doing as much as you can yourself because only you know how it's supposed to look. If you're not an inherently creative person, um, then you're going to have to talk to to an artist and and spend money on it. Um, But make sure your stuff looks cohesive from the get-go. Have good overlays in place. Have a system of when you use what overlay in place. Um, I'm personally not an advocate of just sitting down and just trying, you know, and just... Just add this in a week and then add this another week. Um, I try to, if I change my design, I try to do it all in once and then have like a huge launch party for it. Uh, Because whenever you can be like, this is a special stream because something special happens. Every time you can do something like that, do it. I don't know. Your stream anniversary, partner anniversary. Um, I got new branding. I got a new name. Okay, I didn't do this one that big this this time, so I kind of fell off my own rule. But um, I guess be concise. Believe in your brand. Um, get some hints from from the pros if you don't know what you're doing, and uh, make sure it it's unique to yourself. That's perfect I talk advice. Way too much. No, no, you don't at all. It actually makes you a really good um, podcast guest. Because that's what it's wow. all about. Honestly, you want the guests to be the ones chatting the most. So that's yeah. that's amazing. We've got like quite a few questions in chat. So we're going to transition into our Q&A portion mm. now. However, while mm. everyone else is like typing out their questions, I'm going to ask you my last one, which is what is your number one piece of streaming advice? Uh, put yourself first and put your well-being and the fun that you're having with it first. Know that if you're ever at the point where you're like, I can't go anymore now. I feel like I, I don't want to be on Twitch anymore. Looking uh, like thinking about streaming tonight is not, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward. But oh, God, no. Stop. Um, take a break. 
uh, or even even quit end the career. That is not failure. It's not failure. It's just that this is not for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. You come first. I had to learn this the very hard way and I'm still struggling with it. I'm still making my way up there. But you come first. And if you're like, oh, no, but a success is in numbers. Yeah. And if you don't put yourself first, you'll also not be successful in numbers because your viewers will smell something's wrong. Even though they can't put their finger, they, their, their thumbs on it, something is wrong. They'll notice it and it'll, it'll bring them down and they will not return because they watch Twitch to be entertained. They watch Twitch for something good. Um, yeah, I didn't, uh, don't put so much, don't put so much on numbers. I didn't get partnered because of my numbers. Um, that was before the entire um, achievement thing of course, where nobody knew how many you should have to be partnered. But I specifically got partnered because somebody at Twitch uh, thought I was really cool and then I met that person and they recited my tagline to me in the same voice that I do. And then they said, hey, let's just see what happens. And a few weeks later, it happens. When I got home drunk at 3 a.m. and I had an email in my in my inbox that said, we're inviting you to the Twitch partner program, uh, which, is, which is amazing, but it's not why you should do it. Um, People have this, even though they would say, oh, no, no, I don't believe that. There is this weird, there seems to be this weird con- uh, misconception around people that if you're a partner, you've like, in, in success, in numbers, you've made it. Like if you're a partner, you automatically get more viewers. You, that just means you have more viewers. That is not true. That is not true at all. Um, Sometimes you get less viewers because people come in and I don't know, say you've been having a wrong month or you've been taking a break of a month or two. And so your, your numbers went right. And now you go back to streaming and you're a Twitch partner and you have 15 viewers, 13 viewers, something people will come in and see that tick. And some of them will be like, okay, so this guy must've become crap. I'm out and not even give you, not even give you the time of day. Um, I guess the number number one streaming advice is you yourself is first always. This is a simple thing to say. It sounds good. It sounds nice. Um, can I do another one streaming advice? Yeah, of course. Not this is also going to be unpopular, but not everyone is your friend. Um, I have had countless people who were like, "Oh, you know, Strike DM. Oh, one of the coolest guys I know on Twitch," and then they exploded and got way more viewers than me, and they did not know me anymore. Um, this will happen to you. If you take this seriously and you make friends on Twitch, which is incredibly important to network and make actual friends, not contacts, but actual friends, um, this will happen to you. And know that this is, unfortunately, this is part of it. Um, Content creation and entertainment is a lot of nice shiny gold on top, but it's a very, very thin layer that can be scratched away with just one little scratch of a nail and it's it can be very very disgusting below so make friends stick with them make sure you make friends whom you'd be whom you'd actually hang out with in real life as well uh and look out for them but don't be used don't let yourself be used don't jump for every little sponsorship that people throw at you there is no number one advice you know um and never ever ever cross the general of the strike force or a member of the strike force anywhere you see them <laughs> never raise your weapon towards them on the battlefield never fail to salute them because they are the strongest force in, uni- in the universe and you will bleed if you don't that is all <laughs> that's so good see you gotta end on the strong brand right the strong branding there <laughs> a little a little i love it it's so much good information there though like i could unpack literally unpack literally everything you just said in the last like couple of minutes and turn it into another hour two hour long conversation it's just so much but we do have a couple before we go into the questions just yes. one thing i'm sorry i'm sorry you're good uh, you're, you're, yes yes um, <laughs> i wrote an article for game wisp some of you might know game wisp those of you who were around a little earlier when uh, affiliates weren't a thing and only partners had sub buttons uh game Wisp used to give people sub buttons who didn't have one on twitch um they expanded and i wrote an article from that for them on self-care um and uh a little branding and stuff so 
I don't know, maybe that's something that people would be interesting to read. I yeah, you, we can give you the link. Or? I mean, I, yeah, I can leave a, a link for that down below in the show notes for the podcast. And then if somebody cool. that is watching this uh, during the live stream one right now wants to go and grab that link and post it in chat for everyone, that would be that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. Okay. Do you want to transition into Q&A now? Absolutely. I'm sorry. Perfect. No, you're good. You're totally good. So the first question was from Jay Brucifer, and he would hurt me and completely disown me if I didn't ask you this. Pan <laughs> pancakes or waffles? Uh, pancakes. What? Yes. I'm yes, so I'm sorry. Pancakes. Pancakes on my turn. Interview over. Uh, Done. Get well, out of here. Nice. Bye. <laughs> See you yeah. later. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> man i'm totally on team waffle though I, like, yeah waffles are dope though i mean i I, so I don't good. dislike waffles i don't dislike waffles can't because i got a huge sweet tooth which also means i got a huge belly which <laughs> nicely you can see because up to here i don't have a i don't have a thick face you know even though even though i'm slightly overweight so up to here i look like i'm this guy's buff like mm, the general mm, <laughs> and then i stand up and people are like oh he's <laughs> You're the yeah. general, though. You have you have abs, okay? They just they can't see them. They don't, yeah. they don't yeah, know. It's, it's below it's below my naturally grown armor plating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so our second question is actually really good. Let me see if I can find it again. Uh, I believe it was from Alzrael. Alzrael. Al's core Al's. viewer. Yeah, I can tell. Um, it <laughs> was, I believe, the chat one. Yo, where is it? So the question basically was, <clears throat> whenever you are looking into the camera and you're trying to like connect emotionally and develop that level of trust with a viewer, <clears throat> mm. how do you balance that, but also not miss chat as chat is going by? Oh, that's one of the hardest ones on Twitch. Um, this, the, this, uh, not just on Twitch, like in all streaming services, this also highly depends on how many viewers you have um, and also how many active chatters you have. You can have 600 viewers by numbers, but you can have five people who talk. Mm -hmm. um, I have a pretty huge setup. I have a 27-inch screen here. I have a 24 uh, here, and I have a 40 up here. And the 40 up here... Yeah, it's huge. Uh, that's what she said. Hey! up here is uh, basically, um, this is my, my streaming. Uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's, my <stream> <laughs> it's my streaming monitor. Um, it's my second streaming PC is connected to this one when I stream and all the stuff. I have a lot of software. Some of it we wrote ourselves. Uh, this is where it's running. Um, so I keep the chat as close to the camera as possible. So I have almost only like two, uh, two, two focal points that I need to look at. Game, somewhere up here. Uh, if I don't exactly look at the camera right now, like I'm doing right now, if I'm this small uh, in, the, in the lower right of the, of, the, of the screen, I still look like I'm looking at the camera. But I could be looking at chat like that, so I can I can talk, and that's another talent that you maybe have to have. I can talk and still read at the same time, keep it in my head, and respond as soon as I'm done talking. Um, yeah, I guess with the size that I have, sometimes I just I just try to, you know, memorize like key things people say and respond to them but i'll openly admit that i'm probably one of the worst people on twitch when it comes to nicely going through chat and answering everyone's questions even though i want to so much i'm just really bad at it um i do my best honestly i feel like sometimes the pressure to keep up with literally every single comment that's coming through your chat detracts from your broadcast I think people mm. that like if they try to respond to literally every single thing all the time, then you're not yeah. really like going with the flow and keeping with the value that's being served. You can detract from the value yeah. that you're serving people because you're trying to go through every single question. I think that if you're like if you're a smaller creator and you have like a smaller community where it's easy and, and your chat's not that active, it's easy for you to see everything. Maybe in that mm -hmm. situation, um, it's fine because you still need to kind of learn 
learn that solo monologue or how to entertain, like all of that side of stuff. But also at the mm-hmm. same time, at some point, you're going to have to realize that you just can't catch everything. Um, yeah. if, if you're growing or if your chat's getting more active, like you just can't. So having mm-hmm. that, setting that expectation or setting that boundary of like, hey, I'm not going to be able to catch everything. If there's something really important and you post it and I miss it, feel free to just like Mm. repost it in the chat. Um, Or, you know, and some of the time too, like the things that you call out in your chat, the things that you bring attention to, you're validating. It could be something negative. It could be that you're validating a a conversation that you don't want to to happen on the stream because it could be really negative and detract from the value again. So you want to like, you want to ignore some things. And I think yeah. a lot a lot of people, especially like smaller creators, they feel bad for that because they're like, I want every yes. single person to feel like I see them and like I but at the same time you just yeah. can't. That goes into another piece of advice is no matter how many viewers you have, um I remember uh, I remember when I was like a lot smaller, um, that if somebody started acting out or unloading their bad day on everyone else, that I had a hard time just putting my foot down straight up and banning them. Because I was like, oh, you know, like I'm banning one of my few viewers. I might never get them back. And frankly, um, I'm still a little like that, of course, especially when it's old school people who suddenly without without expectation uh, act out, which gladly for me almost never happens. But take no ish. Uh, Take no ish from anyone. If they act out, uh, uh, time them out, ban them, whatever you're whatever your rule is, if it happens, it happens and you have to put the foot down. If you don't, your rules will not be respected anymore. Absolutely. Um, it's yeah. it's weird to think like you have to be a jerk sometimes, but you mm. you you have to like set those boundaries. And some people that don't know the context of the entire situation of what's happened up to the point where you're like, mm-hmm. crap, I have to ban this person. They might come into your stream and that's the first interaction with you that they have is seeing you like get on your, your soapbox and be like, listen, I have to ban you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it could, it, it might be a turnoff for some people, but I think at the same time, you've got to protect the people that are positive, positively exactly. contributing to the community. Those are your number ones, and they always should be. And if someone's detracting from that, like, get those stinkers out of there. Get them on now. Yeah, man. (laughs) Because they're just detracting. Get out. Uh, Hyperion asked, I think we all can agree that streamers inevitably lose viewers when they switch games. If you're a main game streamer, if you're a main game streamer, how do you mentally prepare for the loss when switching? This is something I'm going through right now. Oh, I, I think you can't, man. I think you can't. Um, it's a it's it's a fact on Twitch that people who play one game and one game only and then, as an effect, play it well, grow much quicker than variety streamers. Mm-hmm. Um, much quicker. Oh my god. Um, so have no expectations. I would actually say uh, Hyperion, um, don't look at the numbers really force yourself to not look at numbers during the stream and maybe even after the streams for a few weeks at least when you do it really just concentrate on what you're doing and and, and having a good time um you'll already you'll already notice the difference in chat chat will be less active but try not to try not to take it personally because people people want to watch a game um and it's not there anymore try not to take it personally this doesn't mean that they don't like you they only like the game but they just value the game more than the person playing it and some people just are like that but if you start doing heavy variety and you you have people who come back almost every time which i luckily do uh there's a nice feeling of hey i can basically play whatever i believe in whatever i feel like playing and these people are here for me not because i play game x which is amazing which is a wonderful feeling. So if you're going into um, into a variety, um, it's going to be rough. You're not going to grow that much or maybe plateau for a while, but uh, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, and if you switch to another game that's going to be your main game, it's kind of like just starting out afresh. You know, you've already been there. You're a Twitch partner. You know the, you know the drill. Uh, just keep playing, keep going, and it'll go up again just with a new audience. That's what it is. Yeah. It's un- that's the like unfortunate realities. Whenever you you build yourself out in a directory, that 
sometimes people do just come for the game. Like those those types of viewers absolutely exist on Twitch. Mm. And I think it would be it would be dumb of us to to try and say that like we want every single person that watches us forever and always to mm-hmm. uh, watch us regardless of what we are playing because that's just not yeah. going to happen. But I do think Never. that like if you're if you're wanting to transition, a big part of it is um, <clears throat> a big part of it is just putting more of yourself into your broadcast, which you talked about earlier in the stream, like not being mm-hmm. a person who's just playing the game and talking about the game and, and all of your value is the fact that you're playing that game. And that's the main value and the main like reason people are coming to you is because you're talking about mm-hmm. that with them and it's one of their interests yeah. as well. So they feel like that's the only thing that you have in common. But if you're talking yes. about your life and you're talking about your beliefs and inserting all of that stuff into your content too, and very, very heavily, um, you pull attention away from the game and you become the main focus of the stream. And the more people get to know mm. you as the creator and you find that common ground, those like, oh, me too moments, people will mm-hmm. feel like you're, uh, you're their friend. They have something in common with you and they'll be more likely to, to stick around regardless of what you're exactly. playing. But I think like, you know, you just, that's the unfortunate reality that we have to, we have to all know when you switch over, like you're basically starting over. If you haven't really built up enough of yourself into your broadcast, it's not a fair, uh, it's not a fair industry. Yeah. It's not a fair industry. I'm unfortunately going to have to pull the plug here. I'm sorry. My train goes in a few minutes, (laughs) but Ashney, I uh, thank you so very much for having me. I've been excited for this for days now. Uh, I hope People had fun watching. I hope you have uh, fun uh, conversing with me, and I hope people got a little bit from it. If I can do the necessary plug in the end. Um, everybody who had a question for me uh, that I haven't been able to answer, I have a Discord. Uh, I, I'm on Twitter. Uh, basically, um, you find everything via my, my own URL. Um, if you go to strike.vg as in video game slash Discord, you, you get to my Discord. If you go to strike.vg slash Twitter, you get to my Twitter, or you just go to Twitter, strikeforcegen as in Strikeforce General. Um, my DMs are open. If you have a question, hit me up. Make sure to join the Strikeforce. It's going to be the most important decision of your life because uh, you're going to fight for a purpose and die with honor. And you will die on the battlefield, but we're going to make sure it's not that soon. Thank you very much for having me. Um, it was an absolute blast. I love this, doing this kind of stuff. And if you ever want me again, Ashney, I am down. Definitely. Yeah, I'd love to have you on again. We'll definitely have to do like a mental health episode at some point. Hey, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can reach Strike on Twitter at StrikeForceGen. That'll be like down below in the show notes. So if you all have any questions, you can go and hang out with him as well as come and hang out with us Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time because that is whenever we film these shows live. So if you have questions, you can actually like ask people questions you know okay anyways i digress don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already leave a comment for the show it actually really does help us a lot a lot a lot like for some reason those are rated really high in algorithms so if y'all could leave a comment i would really really appreciate it and i love you so so much i'm gonna keep doing just bigger and better things the future is very very bright for us yam fam i've got a lot of massive plans okay and if you're out there like oh my gosh i have this dream dream bigger That's what I want to leave you with today, okay? If you have this vision in your mind of, I want to be partnered, and I want to have this community of people around me, dream bigger, okay? Because the way that you hit dreams, this is like, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you land among the stars, right? Dream bigger. There's literally no limit to what you all can do. There is nothing that limits you except for your own mind, yourself. You're putting self-limitations on you and your content if you're holding yourself back from going after massive goals. Make the goals so scary that, okay, make... I just like ruined my punchline there, but (laughs) make the goals so big that it's scary, okay? Because that means that it matters to you and that means that you're going to have more motivation and more momentum because passion and purpose are going to be driving you, okay? And we'll talk about this more during the streams uh, literally today because we're about to stream in like 30 minutes. So love you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye! Thanks for listening to the Stream Coach Podcast. See you next week.